Good morning. And uh, it's lovely to see those of you who are here today, but I am very conscious that there are many of us still at home today. And so I am going to wave, particularly to those who are at home and watching the service. There are a number of people who aren't well at this time. And uh, we're conscious that they are watching us here as we are gathered here to worship God today. If you were part of the um, Be Still course on Wednesdays at RBC, and it's not too late to join in, it's been really, uh, really good to be part of that. We were challenged this week to learn a memory verse. And so I've been working away trying to learn mine. I, it's not something that I'm getting very good at. So here we go. It's from Exodus 14, and it's about when the, Moses has led the Israelites out of Egypt, and they can see the army following on and the Red Sea in front, and they're saying to Moses, why have you brought us here to die? And the verse says, do not be afraid. I've got it written down. Stand firm. <laughs> I've got the first four words, this is terrible. Do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance of God, which he will bring you today. And it goes on to say, the Lord will fight for you today. And then the bit that really struck home were the words, be still. If we think about the Israelites there, army of Egypt following them, the Red Sea in front of them. How on earth would they have felt like being still? And we think about our brothers and sisters across our world, particularly in Ukraine, who are wondering what on earth is going on. For some of us who are facing all sorts of things in our own lives, and we are being encouraged to be still. Well, from that passage in Exodus 14, we have been told, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see what God, that deliverance God will bring you today. The Lord will fight for you. He will fight for each one of us. He is with each one of us. And what we are encouraged to do is to keep looking at God, trusting him and being still before him. Maybe for some of us, that's something we really need to hold on to today as we worship. And we're going to do that if you're able to stand and sing or stay seated. And if you would like to come and have a banner to wave during our first couple of songs, there are a number of banners that you can just make sure you are stood at a safe distance from other people. And uh, feel free to come and thank you, Hannah wave a banner as we declare our love of God and all that he has done for us. Thank you, Christine. And we can indeed praise his name because he is the everlasting God. He is the God of yesterday, today and tomorrow. Let us pray. Father God, as we have seen those banners being waved, it reminds us that you are the banner of love over each one of us, wherever we may be. And Lord, we thank you that your love extends as a banner across our brothers and sisters around our world. We especially pray that for Ukraine this day. Father God, as we stand before you, sit before you, maybe even watch you from our 
beds where we are not well, Lord, we declare you are the God of yesterday, today and forever. Help us to stand firm, to be still, to come before you in our worship and our praise and adoration. Because we ask this in your name, mighty God. Amen. Amen. You may want to just put your uh, banners down as we're going to have a dramatic reading. You may uh, wish also to take your seats as I understand that Daniel, Sarah, Matt and Serena are coming to share the reading with us this morning. I'm just going to move these slightly. Thank you very much, Hannah. Oops, left one behind. There's a microphone behind you. Oh, okay. Let me move out of the way. Project. Project. Thank you. 
remembered. We have sinned. We have done wrong. You have defended us in the past, so do not be angry with Jerusalem any longer. It is your city, your sacred hill. All the people in the neighboring countries <coughs> look down on Jerusalem and on your people because of our sins and the evil our ancestors did. O oh God, hear my prayer and pleading. Restore your temple, which has been destroyed. Restore it so everyone will know that you are God. Listen to us, O oh God. Look at us and see the trouble we are in, the suffering of the city that bears your name. We are praying to you because you are merciful, not because we have done right. Lord, hear us. Lord, forgive us. Lord, listen to us and act. In order that everyone will know that you are God, do not delay. This city and these people are yours. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you very much to our readers as we continue our series in Daniel chapter 9. Now, friends, I've got a problem. You have many, they may reply. <laughs> but we're not going there. We, I should have been sharing this service with Jan, who had done all the preparation, and she was going to be my very helpful assistant. Matt, could we have our table in, please? It's all right. You're okay. This is where we see space awareness. Thank you. Oh, health and safety. So if we could just have it there. I could just do with a chair from the back, just bringing up. And at this point, Jan was going to be sitting here ready for her meal. Thank you, Matt. You may sit down. Give him a clap. He's done well. <laughs> Table brought up without incident. We have a plate. We have, I hope, a couple of sp awesome spoons. And I think we have a hungry person, don't we, Diddy? <laughs> Please do take a seat. And I was going to prepare a fine meal for Jan. But time's ran out. But it's okay, I've got some food. Are you hungry, my friend? Yes. This is okay, this food. Look, complete and balanced nutrition. It's good for you. And it says it's for adult. And it's got chicken and chunks of jelly. Sounds lovely. Oh. What more could one want? Are you still hungry? Yes. Such a trusting friend. 
Well, these ones special at Tesco's, so it's okay. All right. So there you go. I'm going to open the lid. I always struggle with these pool lids, don't you? Open the lid. There we are. Is that okay? Yeah. Look at that. Beautiful chunks of chicken. It's even got some fat in it. Let me serve some for you, my friend. Look at that. I won't over, I won't put too much on the plate to over, but I hope you enjoy it. You may say grace and start eating. I feel quite proud of myself. I feel really proud of myself just being able to serve to my brother a lovely meal. Can you taste the chicken? <laughs> you can. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Oh, lovely. I'm getting quite jealous now that you're eating all that. I'm glad I brought a spare spoon. Dogs love it. Anybody tried this at home? No? Would you like a bit? I've got a spare spoon. No? Hannah, come on. Can I just rest this on the old plate a minute? Hannah, come on. It's lovely. Actually, thinking about it, You've got a food intolerance, don't you? You're let off. <laughs> Sarah. No, I'm allowed to try and trustworthy pastors. <laughs> Nobody trusts me. But you know what? I think church secretaries trust the pastor, don't you? Yes. Haley, come on forward. <laughs> Look at this. It's lovely. Yeah, it's a clean spoon. No, it's not got fish in it. It says chicken, look, chicken, no fish. You want some more? Can I have some more? See, it's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Jiddy, you may go and sit down. You've been brave. Hayley, you've been brave. You saw me open it up. What you didn't see is what I was doing late last night. I took the bottom out of it. 
That which you thought was chicken in that was actually angel delight and chocolate milky way. That's why Hayley wanted seconds, it was chocolate. <laughs> but I remembered it had milk in it. <laughs> so I suddenly had to change my mind. I changed what was inside. And today, as we look at Daniel chapter 9, we're looking at a prayer of Daniel. And Daniel's prayer was one of confession and of repentance. And confession and repentance is the changing of us from the inside out. God taking out our badness, our sin, the things we've done wrong, and putting good in his Holy Spirit, which is exactly what I did to that tin of dog food. I took out the meat, or what they call meat. I took out all that. I gave it a jolly good wash, you'll be pleased to know. <laughs> and inside, we put chocolate. Who doesn't like chocolate? But that's what God does to us. He takes out our bad, and he puts... John Ian's experiment with the... We are going to be making butterflies because at the beginning of their existence, they start out as a really tiny egg and then they have to go into hibernation and they turn into a cocoon, which is a bit leafy-like, and then and there's ages and ages and ages of time for them to grow, for them to evolve and for them to change. And then when they change, they turn into something beautiful, like a butterfly. And if we're talking about what it means for us to grow, what it means for us to change, based on the prayers of Daniel, then we are like butterflies. We might start out as something that needs a lot of refinement, a lot of process. But in the end, we turn into something very beautiful. So children, if you want to come and sit with me down here, we are going to be making these for the next couple of minutes. And then towards the end of the service, you're going to show the church your beautiful butterflies. Okay. Thank you. And once you start gathering, Haley's going to come back. No food this time. To tell us a bit about what's going on in the church. Thank you, Haley. Good morning, everybody. Um, yes, yeah, so just as Ian mentioned earlier, Jan's unfortunately not here. Um, she's not very well. She unfortunately um, tested positive for COVID. But just to let you know, the wellbeing walk is still happening tomorrow. Um, so still, if you want to take part, um, you can meet in the car park at 9.45, go for a walk through Rafer's Park. Massive thank you to Peter for agreeing to um, oversee that while Jan's not here. So if you'd like to take part in that, please do... Um, take part tomorrow morning you will see as you walked into um, the front of the church you will see there is a shopping trolley out there with bags of food in it um, as you know we have a food bank that um, people come and collect food from on a Monday morning in the notice sheet there are items of particular need that um, 
they're short of. So please do, if you're able to, even just grab a couple of extra things when you're doing your shopping this week. The trolley will be out there every Sunday morning. It will have a list on there of what they're in particular need of. And it will also tell you um, the amount of people that have been able to uh, benefit from the food bank this week as well. This week, um, it was 30 people in total who were able to benefit from it. So please do, if you're able to contribute in some way, it'd be really great and just put your contributions in the shopping trolley on a Sunday. Next um, week, there is a social um, afternoon. It is here in the church from 4.30 to 6.30. Anybody is welcome. Um, it's just a chance to get to know people. You can come for a short period of time. You can come for the whole time. So please do feel free. It's for all ages, families, whoever wants to come along. So please do come along next Saturday afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Haley. Thank you to all who continue to give to the church and support the church through the offerings, which you can do by using the website and the romfordbaptist.org.uk forward slash giving, or the card machine, or the boxes as you come in, those who give through the, directly through the banks. We thank you all. And we're just going to pray now and give thanks to God for all the gifts we have been able to give him. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we have the deep privilege of being able to give to you. And Lord, we pray that your hand will mightily be upon all the gifts, that whether it's people through the food bank, people who are blessed in other ways through the church, people who find hope and life in Jesus through this church, to the work of our missionaries in Bangladesh, Moldova, and other parts of the world. We pray, Lord, you'll use all the gifts for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing again before the throne of God above. We stand as we sing. In a moment, we're about to show you a video, and it's got a mix of a of uh, grown-ups, children, everyone in between. And the question is, what is prayer? What does prayer mean to you? Why do we pray? We talk about prayer as if it's like an essential part of our relationship with God, alongside reading the word, going to church, spending time with our fellows and brothers and sisters. And it's definitely something that we teach the children at a very, very young age. But the question is, why do you pray? Why is it important? What has it brought you through? What, how has it enriched your life? People in this video are going to tell us about how it helps them to pray.
what I can tell you any and everything. I know he listens and he hears me and answers prayers. And I pray because I just love spending quality time speaking with my heavenly Father. recorded those clips um, for that video. Why do you pray? In Daniel chapter 9, we see the story of Daniel praying. Prayer comes in all shapes and sizes, doesn't it? Sometimes we pray quickly because we need healing. And maybe we need to keep praying for the healing for all those we know who have COVID at the moment. Other times we're praying for peace, and aren't we praying for peace at the moment? Peace in Ukraine, peace in the whole of Eastern Europe, peace in the world. Sometimes we pray for direction. Lord, I don't know which way I've got to go. I don't know how to handle this, so we pray for direction. We pray for the world, and we pray for friends. Maybe this is not the biblical prayer, but maybe many of us have prayed it. The prayer of frustration. Anybody prayed that one? I'm frustrated with life. Lord, help me through. And why am I surrounded by silly people? Anybody pray that prayer of frustration? Yes, yes. And then there's that simple prayer. That prayer, two-word prayer, God help when we're in trouble. Well, all those prayers are really prayers, but today in Daniel chapter 9, we have Daniel's prayer of frustration. Frustrated with the world around him and coming to God for repentance. And very quickly, I'm just going to say a few things about this chapter, and it's going to be incredibly quick. This is the fastest sermon on Daniel chapter 9 you're ever going to hear. Firstly, Daniel trusted the word. You will notice as he goes through, he trusts in the scripture, he trusts in the word of God. And it says, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord, given to Jeremiah. And so he trusted in God's word. Secondly, Daniel's prayer was determined and intense. This wasn't a prayer, God bless mummy, God bless daddy. Those are good prayers. But he turned and he pleaded with God with prayers, petitions and fasting, sackcloth and ashes. He meant this. He meant business with God. So he prayed with determination and intense. The third thing, he named the things he was repenting for. He was not passing the buck and saying, thank you God that I'm not as bad as that person up the road. But recognising we've all sinned. And it was not the them who I'm repenting for, it was we. He identified that he was part of the story. The fifth thing I want to say, I warned you this was going to be quick. The fifth thing I want to say is that 
Daniel even included a statement of faith. In verse 9 of chapter 9 of Daniel, it says this, The Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. What a statement of faith that was. In the midst of exile, in the midst of the world that was going wrong, he was still proclaiming that God was merciful. The sixth thing. Daniel remembered what God had done in the past. And that's always a good thing to do. And in this case, Daniel says in verse 15, Now the Lord our God who brought your people out of Egypt with a mighty hand, He's remembering that God had rescued his people before when they had got it all wrong and been rebellious. And the seventh and final thing I want to say from this chapter is that God hears our prayers. And Daniel was specific about what he asked God for. In verse 17, Now our God, Hear the prayers and petitions of your servants for the sake, for your sake, Lord. Look with favour on your desolate sanctuary. And so, this prayer of confession was one of those prayers that come in all shapes and sizes. Daniel trusting God's word. He was determined and he was intense about the prayer. He named the things that they got wrong. But he stated his faith in this Lord. He remembered what God had done in the past. And he was specific in what he wanted. What a lesson in prayer we get from that one chapter. And what we find is God is just so faithful and unchanging. Our next song picks up the theme. Faithful one, so unchanging. Church, we need our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today and all of the blessings you have put upon our lives. Father, if you have sinned against you or displeased you in any shape or form, please forgive us. I ask for the burden of warfare will not come upon any sister or brother, and if it does, please help us to give it to you, because you are the one who carries our burdens. I pray that you deliver Ukraine from the Russians' hands and bring peace to the nation for you are the only hope. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much, Megan. So, Daniel prayed a prayer of repentance. And it's important that we pray for repentance. Because all of us, says the Bible, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I remembered that verse. <laughs> Poor Vicky. But the Bible tells us that God offers all people new beginnings. He offers us all new beginnings. And today God offers you 
a new beginning. Whatever you've done in the past, you have an opportunity to have a new beginning. Yes, we've all done things wrong, we've made mistakes. And we have a choice. I want to ask you in a moment which choice you're going to take. I did wonder about having a league tables of sins. What's the worst sin? What's the least worst sin? And of course, the least worst sin, we might have said, well, telling white lies. And as they say, people who tell white lies soon become colourblind. Or maybe just sort of being late to work and stealing your employer's time. That's not really a big sin. And then we might go up to the worst of sins, murder. Or many other sins we could think and list. But what the Bible says is that even what we might think the smallest sin is actually separates us from God. Because God is holy. God is amazing. And although we might think, well, I don't sin, sometimes we're very proud of the fact we don't sin. I remember when I was in college all those years ago, and we, uh, I was in a Christian Bible college, and uh, we used to have our weekly prayer gatherings, and we were sharing what we were thankful for to God for. And one of the characters there, yes, the college was full of characters, I fit in perfectly. But one of the characters there, said, I want to thank God because I have not sinned all week. I was not very tactful in those days. I know you struggled to believe that. I said, I'm sorry you've just done it now because pride is a sin. He, didn't, he looked at me with daggers. I'm not sure if that was a second sin or not. But actually we've all broken God's rules. But the great news is we can all be forgiven. So I'm coming back to those two choices. The two choices are we can live with the doom and bur burden of our past mistakes. Or we can know that God is amazing and he will forgive us and give us a new start. You may be thinking, ah, but if Ian only knew what I had done, he would know that God couldn't possibly forgive me for that. Let me tell you something clearly now. God can forgive you. And he will forgive you. And so we're going to do something in a moment. This is something I've never done in a church service before. And everybody thinks, oh no. I'm firstly going to remind you of a verse from Scripture. I've done that before in services. Which says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If you read that in the... Eugene Peterson's The Message, it says, if we admit our sins, simply come clean about them, he won't let us down. He'll be true to himself, he'll forgive our sins, 
and purge us from all wrongdoing. Are you carrying a burden of past mistakes? Maybe something you did years ago. And you can't forgive yourself. Today God wants to forgive you that and help you to forgive yourself because he longs for you to be made brand new. Maybe you're struggling and you're feeling at the moment your life has just got chaotic and you've got everything out of control. And you keep making mistakes. But what we're going to do today, in a moment a video is going to play and I'm going to ask Pastor Jiddy to come forward and I'm going to ask JJ to come forward for me please. I'm going to ask you to hold the box of pens. JJ, I'm going to ask you to hold these. And if you could both go on down to the bottom of the steps. We've got a very simple card here. And on it it says, Today I prayed a prayer to say sorry to God and he has forgiven me. And you can take one of the certificates or the cards from JJ. You can take a pen from Jiddy. You can write your name on it and you can write the date on it. And you can take it with you to remind yourself that as of the 20th of March 2022, God has forgiven you and taken away all the wrongs of your past and given you a new start. Isn't that amazing that God will do that? Amazing God will do that. And the great thing is you don't have to tell a human being what you've done wrong. So if you want to, you simply come and collect one of these cards, collect a pen, go to where you're sitting down, write your name on it, or sign it, write the date. And know you have been forgiven. Take it home. Put it on your fridge. Put it somewhere you can remember that today you were given a brand new beginning. Daniel, when he was praying his prayer of confession, was about seeking a new beginning. You may not want to do this. You might just want to sit where you are. You may not need the card. That's up to you. But they're here if you want them. As the video plays now, and you want to maybe just come, take this, go back to your seat, pray, say sorry to God, then come down. Please do come down from the gallery. You've got time to come down, collect one and go back as the video plays. Let's listen to this video. And if you want one, please come forward. Those of you who come for a card. And those who didn't, who feel that they didn't need it but want to just know. If you have said sorry to Jesus, 
whatever your past, whatever you have done in the past is now forgiven. Whatever you struggled with, God has forgiven it. He's taken it away. And so as in a moment we conclude our service, don't go thinking, oh, I need to take that away and deal with it later. God has dealt with it now. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the incredible power of Jesus who was victorious and has forgiven us all our past faults. And we thank you, Lord, that you give us a brand new beginning. And Lord, today, I pray in Jesus' name that the beginning that we have received through Jesus' forgiveness will be a life that we live. Because the Bible says it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so, Lord, let us live as free people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, how are these butterflies coming on? Have we got some butterflies to see? Let's see. Can you bring them up on the stage? Have you got a butterfly to show us? That is wonderful. That's yours, is it? Well, can you show everybody else? Let's have a look at it. Wonderful. Beautiful. Got some lovely stripy butterflies. Yeah. yeah. And they fly. Well done. Give them a round of applause. And there's some at the back there coming in. That's brilliant. And we remember that a butterfly was an egg, then a caterpillar, then a catalyst, and it was transformed into this beautiful butterfly. And we have been transformed by God's forgiveness into his creation. Thank you so much. I, you are really good at waving things. Would you like to get a flag to wave for our last song today? They're on the back seats behind you, Hannah. If you want to join us with a flag as we worship God with our final song today, that is, what gift of grace, yet not I. you for being with us at Romford Baptist Church. Thank you children, young people for all you have done to engage with us today. You have been amazing as always. Thank you to the young people, to those who took part doing prayers and all the readings. So thank you so much. Let me remind you, if you are fairly new to Romford Baptist Church and uh, maybe come, started coming since uh, sort of last summer and want to just uh, stay behind in the hall there is coffee and cakes and an opportunity just to meet some of the leadership and to find out a bit more about Romford Baptist Church and that will f follow very quickly 
after the service. So just make your way through these doors, follow your way down through the corridor. You will smell the coffee and you will be able to then taste the cake. If today God's been speaking to you and you want to take a next step, maybe you want to become a Christian or be baptised, do speak to one of the leaders. JJ was somewhere here. Jiddy will be at the front afterwards. Just come and speak to Jiddy and he'll be very happy to share with you. And so we conclude our worship and we'll say the words of the grace to one another. If you don't know these words, they will come up on the screen. He says fairly confidently, here they come. There we go. Let's say these words to one another. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. God bless you and thank you for being here. There's tea and coffee out the front and then there's the reception out the back. God bless.